necessarily reflect the official policy or position of my fabulous sponsors or advertisers. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This disclaimer was provided by DisclaimerTemplate.com. Hello, my lovely, loyal listeners. This is Just Miss Rose, and it is Monday, September the 6th, Labor Day, you guys. It's actually Labor Day today. It really, really is. But as I'm not in the world anymore, I don't, I didn't even realize it was a holiday coming up. Oh, my goodness. Well, on today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns, we're going to continue wandering down uh, the homosexual street. Well, not necessarily with the homosexuals, but we're going to be wandering down that. We're still down that lane. So I will be right back in just a moment to start today's exciting, exciting article. I love you for listening. Happy Labor Day. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are on a website called joannecohen.com. And this is the Joanne Cohen matchmaking site. And this article is entitled, Warning Signs You're Dating a Gold Digger by Joanne Cohen. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Indeed. Do you know the warning signs you're dating a gold digger? Everybody likes to feel loved and appreciated for who they are. In an ideal world, we find this acceptance and unconditional love in the person we spend the rest of our lives with. Unfortunately, dating relationships can end with one partner feeling used and taken advantage of by the other. This is especially true of wealthy men who find themselves dating a dreaded gold digger. Do you know the warning signs you're dating a gold digger? I've been called the Phoenix Millionaire Matchmaker by clients who have approached me for help finding a real woman. After building a successful career and achieving many of their goals, these millionaires get burned one too many times by gold diggers. Women who are only in it for the money, not the man. All these men really want is to find a feminine, smart, and sane woman they can love. As the Phoenix matchmaker, here are warning signs I've observed that mean your new girlfriend might be a gold digger. She's overly interested in what you do for a living. It's normal for questions about your career to come up early on in the relationship. After all, you are getting to know each other. What's not normal is to date a girl who right off the bat wants to know every detail about how much money you make. 
Even if she doesn't blatantly ask this question, she could be fishing for an answer with a myriad of more subtle questions like what car you drive, what kind of vacations you take, where you shop for clothes, and what your house is like. She never pays for anything. Culturally, it's common for men to pick up the tab on date night. However, as your relationship progresses, a normal girl will at least offer to pay for her half of dinner or coffee instead of always assuming you'll get it. Gold diggers will conveniently leave their wallet at home or disappear to the bathroom right as the check comes. From expensive concert tickets to the candy bar at the store, you won't see her pay for anything. She's always in some kind of financial crisis. Not only does the gold digger actively avoid paying for anything, she also likes she also highly likely to ask you for money. She's also highly likely to ask you for money. It's typical for romantic partners to help each other out once in a while when they need it, but this usually doesn't happen until they've been together quite a while. Gold diggers, however, will spin a tale of hardship and woe early on in a relationship, asking for money to help out with basic bills while continuing to freely spend cash on frivolous purchases that help them keep up appearances. She has very expensive taste. Most girls love being pampered and treated like a princess. Most men enjoy getting to be that knight in shining armor, making her dreams come true. But gold diggers take this too far by expecting everything given to her to be top of the line, designer, exclusive, and expensive. In fact, she will likely be offended if every date doesn't include a huge bouquet, a ritzy dinner, and a sparkly token of your affection. Healthy relationships balance out the princess treatment by having picnic lunches, date night at home, and other less extravagant dates, as well as expensive ones. She doesn't use please and thank you. A gold digger only values material possessions in your relationship. She expects and does not appreciate the things you do get her without doing anything for you. She expects and does not appreciate the things you do get her without doing anything for you. Many times, she will be visibly disappointed and even angry if your gifts aren't as extravagant as she feels she deserves. Even the mention of doing something less expensive once in a while is likely to elicit threats of ending the relationship. She honestly believes it's her right to be treated like a princess, but she is unwilling to ever do anything generous in return for you. If you are dating a gold digger, it's time to end the relationship. She won't change and will never be the loving life partner you deserve. While at the beginning it feels good to be her hero, gold diggers will only continue to suck you dry emotionally and financially. You deserve better than that. 
Warning signs you're dating a gold digger. If you're tired of striking out with gold diggers, I can be your dating coach and help you meet your true match. As the Phoenix matchmaker in Phoenix, I carefully interview and screen every woman before she is introduced to one of my clients. Don't let yourself be used again. Let me help you find that fulfilling and drama-free relationship for you. Like, share with your friends, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, email, and Pinterest. And that is the end of that article, you guys, from Joanne Cohen Matchmaking. Warning signs you're dating a gold digger. And we will be right back after this brief pause. I love you for listening. All right, my lovelies, we are back. And we are still on joannecohen.com. And we have moved over to the article, How to Deal with Emotionally Unavailable Men by Joanne Cohen. Are you currently with someone who doesn't let you in or express his feelings? Do you find it hard to talk about things with him? Is he hot one minute and cold the next Meet the emotionally unavailable man. He's intriguing. He's a man of mystery. He's big from sex in the city. And to say this man is confusing would be an understatement. If he wasn't, there wouldn't have been six seasons of the show. If you're seeing this type of guy, it can feel a lot like you're in relationship limbo. You're likely asking yourself questions, what is he thinking and where do I stand? One of the most popular questions I hear from my clients is how to deal with emotionally unavailable men. While being emotionally unavailable is a buzzword, many women don't know what it means. The first step is to identify the signs. One, He doesn't open up to you. By open up, I'm referring to when he talks about or shows his feelings. Does he have a hard time letting his guard down and being vulnerable around you? Does he ever confide any personal details about his life? If he keeps conversation at a surface level, it's a sign he's not ready for something serious. Two, he's uncomfortable when you open up to him. If he doesn't express his own feelings, chances are he is uncomfortable when you share yours. For example, he isn't receptive if you tell him about a friend who upset you or if you're worried about work. Does he choose physical over emotional intimacy? It could be a sign he is uncomfortable with his emotions. If you start trying to open up to him, does he start touching you and initiating physical touch? This is a common tactic with men who want to deflect emotional closeness. A man who knows how to handle his emotions can be there for you in your time of need. He listens and tries to find ways to make you feel better. He is inconsistent. Does he call you when he says he will? Does he follow through on doing what he says? 
Inconsistency can come in many different forms. The bottom line is you can't rely on him and you don't trust him completely. In relationships, trust can only exist with consistent behavior. If he says he is going to call you, he does. You can count on him to answer the phone when you call him. If he says he is going to meet you at 7 p.m., he does. You get the idea. The more his actions match his words, the more you can trust him. Four, he avoids conflict. Let's be honest. Nobody enjoys conflict. But if your guy doesn't have a handle on his emotions, he will avoid it at all costs. That kind of drama will be too much for him to handle. He isn't invested enough to go the extra mile. He will either make light of the issue or brush it off completely. In these scenarios, he may make you feel like you're being the crazy girl. He may make you feel like you're being dramatic when in reality you are trying to have an adult discussion. This type of man will make you feel like every uncomfortable conversation is dramatic, even if it isn't. Five, he isn't making time for you. It seems obvious, but if he is prioritizing everyone but you, it's a sign you aren't a priority in his life. As adults, we're all busy and we all have responsibilities, but we make time for the people who are important to us. A healthy relationship comes from spending quality time together. If he isn't making time or respecting your time, always late or canceling last minute, he isn't invested. If you're looking for specific tips for how to deal with emotionally unavailable men, Here are four steps to keep in mind. One, get clear on what you want and know how to communicate it. Many women have a hard time communicating their standards, whether it's being aggressive or failing to communicate their needs, it can be a challenge. Fun fact, nothing is sexier to a man than a woman who knows how to set standards. It shows confidence and self-respect. He will see you as a prize and knows that too, he'll need to bring his A-game. He will know that to keep you, he needs to put the work in. If a guy isn't meeting your needs, let him know. And you can do this in a way that comes off, comes across as 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 assertive, not aggressive. For example, if you are feeling like you are only seeing him on his terms and when it's convenient for him, speak up. Due to the fear of losing the connection, a guy will string a girl along. This is because it's human nature to want intimacy, even if it's only once in a while. It's dangerous to become involved with this type of man because he is usually charming. You may even have a strong emotional connection. But if he can only give you what you're looking for one night a week, is this the guy you want? Ask yourself, do I want to settle for happiness one night a week? Believe that there are men out there who can give you what you are looking for. Two, don't settle for anyone because you want to be in a relationship. 
Be honest about your intentions. It's human nature to want companionship and the pressure to settle is very real. But think about it this way. If you're seeing someone who doesn't excite you and is good enough, is it worth it? Will that make you happy in the long run? If you live your life based on meeting society's expectations, you're living your life based on in fear. Oh no, what if I don't get married by this age? Or what will everyone think? When you make decisions from this mental place, they are rarely healthy or helpful. The real question you need to ask yourself is, who are you living your life for? If it's for you, then make decisions that support your definition of happiness, whatever that may be. Three, walk away from a guy who says he doesn't want a relationship. If you meet someone who tells you on day one he isn't ready to commit, believe him and then thank him for the honesty. It's very respectful on his part. If you choose to continue seeing him after this point, that's up to you. It's important to note that there isn't anything wrong with a guy who doesn't want to commit. It's normal to meet people who want different things. All that matters is that he's honest about his intentions. So if you're unsure, don't be afraid to ask. Even if the truth hurts, it's always better to know. When it comes to how to deal with emotionally unavailable men, don't make it personal. Most of the time, the reason he doesn't want to commit has less to do with you and more to do with him. There could be many different reasons why committing is hard for him. It could be timing, financial stress, or healing from a previous relationship. Don't wait hoping he'll change. Many women fall into the someday trap. Someday he will be the man I've always wanted. Someday he will treat me the way I want. Your best bet is looking at who he is today. He may change, but if you wait, you're risking a big disappointment. Here's a great example. A woman who was a potential match for one of my clients told me a story about a man she had a brief relationship with. She explained that he wasn't willing to compromise on many things. He didn't like kids and she had them. He had specific days and times he could see her. Over the years, she stayed in touch with him and they remained friends. He's become more self-aware, realizing he doesn't actually want a relationship. The compromising that comes with a commitment wasn't for him. If she decided to stay with him, she would have to continue to invest valuable time and energy. She would be investing in someone who could never give her what she wanted. So the lesson here is when someone shows you who they are, and we'll be right back. If you're unsure how to deal with emotionally unavailable men, focus on yourself first. Know what you want in a partner and be honest about those standards. When he acts in a way that doesn't align with your values, don't be afraid to express how you feel. To be in a healthy, lasting relationship, you must have those uncomfortable conversations. And in the end, they will bring you closer together. 
Look soon for more dating tips from Joanne Cohen, the Phoenix matchmaker for professionals in Phoenix, Scottsdale, and singles everywhere in the Phoenix area. Like, share it with your friends on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, email, and Pinterest. Okay, you guys? And that is the conclusion of that article. We want to thank Joanne Cohen Matchmaking, how to deal with emotionally unavailable men. Now, I know some of my younger listeners are going, well, Miss Rouse, what is emotional unavailable? What does that mean? Well, of course, I know you guys are listening. So I'm going to go on ahead here at what we're going to talk about. We're going to move over to this website. And it is healthline.com. Okay. And this article is entitled, What It Really Means to Be Emotionally Unavailable. And we're going to go ahead. I'm live clicking with you guys. Now, this was, again, it's healthline.com. But y'all know it's going to be in the description. Don't play with me. Now, what it really means to be emotionally unavailable. Medically reviewed by Timothy J. Legg, Ph.D., CRNP. Written by Crystal Raypole on January 27th. 2020. Say you've dated someone for about six months. You have plenty in common, not to mention great sexual chemistry, but something seems a little off. Maybe they shy away from conversations about emotional experiences or talk a lot about their life and interests, but never ask about your hobbies. This apparent lack of investment can make you wonder if they even like you. But your involvement, whether it's a relationship or something more casual, continues, so you reason they must have feelings for you. The good news is they probably do. The bad news is they might be emotionally unavailable. Emotional Availability describes the ability to sustain emotional bonds in relationships. Since it's pretty much impossible to have a healthy relationship without an emotional connection, emotionally unavailable people tend to struggle in relationships, often preferring to date casually and keep some distance. What makes a partner emotionally unavailable? Recognizing emotional unavailability can be tricky. Many emotionally unavailable people have a knack for making you feel great about yourself and hopeful about the future of your relationship. But if, after an encouraging start, you never connect more intimately, they might not be able to maintain anything beyond casual involvement at the moment. The signs below can help you recognize emotional unavailability in a partner. They don't like making plans. Emotionally unavailable people often show less inclination to make commitments 
whether these commitments are minor or more significant. Maybe you suggest getting together next week. They agree enthusiastically, so you ask what day works for them. Let me check and get back to you, they say, but you never hear back. Or maybe they say, I'll pencil that in. But when the time comes, they have a great excuse for why they can't make it. They call the shots. When you do see each other, they tend to choose what you do, usually an activity that aligns with their typical routine. They might put you on the latest episode of their favorite Netflix show, even though you've never seen it. Or maybe they ask you to help them out around the house. This doesn't necessarily mean there's a problem, especially if they seem receptive to your suggestions. But if they never ask you, but if they never ask what you'd like to do or seem irritated when you don't want to go along with their plan, it may be time to take a closer look at the relationship. You do all the relationship work. Can't remember the last time they sent a text that wasn't a direct reply? Feel a little frustrated they've never set up a date or initiated any plans? If you do all the calling, texting, and planning, there's a good chance they're emotionally unavailable. They enjoy spending time with you, certainly, when it works for them. But they don't want to work for it. So if you don't make things happen, they probably won't. When you aren't spending time together, you hear from them only rarely. Maybe they take days to reply to messages or ignore some messages entirely, especially meaningful ones. They might say, I'd rather talk about important things in person, which sounds great, of course, until they don't follow up. They avoid the word relationship. Emotionally unavailable people, emotional unavailability can involve commitment and intimacy fears. You might participate in relationship behaviors with someone, go on dates, spend the night together, meet each other's friends, but they don't want to talk about having an official relationship. As long as you keep dating casually, things go pretty well. But when you try to build a deeper commitment, they draw back. Use caution if someone you're seeing says they want to keep things casual, talks a lot about a recent ex, talks about unrequited feelings for a friend, says they have a fear of commitment. It's always possible you caught them at a time when they feel ready to work toward change. Usually though, someone who says these things means them. You never seem to grow closer. In the beginning of the relationship, they openly share vulnerabilities or say how much they enjoy spending time together but things never get serious. It's tempting to try to make things work with someone who seems distant. You might believe they just need to find the right person. 
If you can reach them when no one else can, your relationship has the potential to last, right? You just have to try a little harder. This is how emotionally unavailability can trap you. Unless they do some work themselves, you'll continue investing energy into the relationship with the goal of someday getting closer. Meanwhile, they'll keep avoiding reciprocation so you'll drain yourself until you're too emotionally exhausted to continue. They reflect your feelings instead of offering their own. Pay attention to how someone responds when you share emotions. Do they express their feeling their feelings uniquely or do they mirror back what you say with I feel the same way? Not everyone likes to talk about emotions all the time, but in a relationship, it's important to connect on an emotional level. If your partner can't open up, even when you initiate a conversation and ask direct questions, they may be emotionally unavailable. And we will be right back after this brief pause. It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's Dictionary Definition Word of the Day is Reciprocation. It's a noun. 1A, a mutual exchange. 1B, a return in kind or of like value. 2, an alternating motion. Today's dictionary definition word of the day was brought to you by MiriamWebster.com. Miriam Webster since 1828. They show up late or blow off plans. Not keeping commitments or consistently showing up late is a subtle way to keep someone at a distance. Your partner might still care and even apologize with sincerity, but they may care more about what they want and have trouble restructuring their life to fit you into it. In other words, they're not ready to prioritize relationship needs over their own needs. Could I be the emotionally unavailable one? Maybe some of the above signs resonated with you as traits you've noticed in yourself or things past partners have pointed out to you. Emotionally, emotional unavailability doesn't mean you've done something wrong. You may not fully realize how it shows up in your relationships. Here are some signs to keep in mind. When commitments approach, you want to back out. Last week, you made plans for a date tomorrow. You felt excited then, but now giving up your free time is the last thing you want to do. It's important to take enough time for yourself. If you end up canceling plans with your partner more often than not, 
However, ask yourself why you feel the need to avoid spending too much time together. You operate by keeping your options open. If you want a committed relationship, at some point you'll need to focus on one partner or in a non-monogamous relationship, your primary partner. But instead of having a discussion with your current partner about relationship goals like long-term commitment or exclusivity, you continue swiping, going on dates, and generally keeping your eyes open for greener pastures. Exclusivity, y'all. Exclusiveness, anyway. You might not want to settle for someone who isn't exactly right, but this mindset can limit your ability to dedicate time and energy to someone you already care for. It's not always possible to find a perfect match, but you can still have a great relationship with someone who falls a little short of complete perfection. You worry about losing yourself in a relationship. If you're fiercely independent, you might worry getting close to a romantic partner will involve losing that independence. Maybe you'd like to do things your way on your schedule and don't want to change your life to fit someone else's. There's nothing wrong with that, but it can make you less available. In a healthy relationship, partners balance individual needs with their romantic commitment. It may take some time and exploration to learn how to do this in a way that feels right for you. Trust doesn't come easily to you. If someone betrayed your trust in the past, you might avoid exposing your vulnerabilities to anyone else. You might prefer to keep your emotions and thoughts locked down so no one can use them against you. When a partner urges you to open up and talk about how you're feeling, you respond by shutting down or changing the subject. You keep ending up with emotionally unavailable people. If you have a pattern of relationships with emotionally distant partners, consider whether you're getting back what you're putting out. At first, it might seem easy and fun to date people who don't ask a lot of you emotionally. But if deep down you really want more from a relationship, these flings won't fulfill you for long. Where does it come from? A number of factors can contribute to emotional unavailability. It's not uncommon to find more than one cause at the heart of this issue. Attachment issues. Childhood attachment to primary primary caregivers can play a significant part in emotional unavailability. If your caregivers didn't show interest in your feelings or offer much affection and support, you may have absorbed this as a relationship model. As an adult, your attachment to romantic partners might follow this pattern and tend towards avoidant. Temporary circumstances. Emotionally, emotional unavailability can also happen temporarily. 
Many people living with mental health conditions like depression may have a hard time sustaining an emotional connection with their loved ones during a flare-up. Others might want to focus on their career, a friend having difficulties, or something else unexpected. Breakup grief. Experiencing relationship pain can make it tough to become vulnerable with a new partner. This is especially true if you're recovering from unpleasant breakups, infidelity, unrequited feelings, relationship toxicity, or abuse. Any of these can contribute to feelings of low self-esteem, which can make it even more difficult to experience and share intimacy. Next steps. Emotional unavailability doesn't have to be permanent. It's a complex issue, though, and some underlying causes may be harder to overcome than others. Change only happens when someone is willing to work at creating it, so you can't make an emotionally unavailable partner more available. What you can do is bring up concerning behaviors and point out compassionately how they affect your relationship. Encourage them to talk to a therapist or offer to go to couples counseling together. In the meantime, offer encouragement and support when they do open up. If you're trying to become more emotionally available yourself, the following tips can help. Identify the cause. Exploring the root cause, ex- exploring the root issues can give you insight on how to deal with emotional unavailability. If you've gone through a nasty breakup, for example, you may just need some time before trying to get close to someone again. But if something more serious like childhood neglect affects your ability to get close to others, it's wise to talk to a therapist. Coping with the effects of trauma or abuse generally requires professional support. Practice opening up. It's often helpful to get more comfortable expressing emotions on your own before trying to share them with a romantic partner. To do this, consider these ideas. Keep a journal of your feelings. Use art or music to practice emotional expression. Talk to trusted people like close friends or family members about emotions. Share emotional issues or vulnerabilities via text first. Take it slow. Once you realize you've been emotionally distanced, you might want to begin changing that immediately. Overnight improvement isn't realistic though. True vulnerability takes time. Pushing yourself to open up before you're ready can sometimes trigger distress or discomfort. Work on small changes instead. It's good to push yourself to step out of your comfort zone, but you don't need to leave it completely in the dust. Involve your partner. As you explore factors contributing to emotional unavailability and work on becoming more available, communicate with your partner about what you learn. If they understand why you pull away, you may have an easier time enlisting their support. Explore helpful strategies together, such as sharing emotions by leaving notes for each other. Staying connected via text when you need physical space. 
spend time with people in healthy relationships. When emotionally when emotional unavailability stems from attachment issues or unhealthy relationship patterns, it can help to learn more about what healthy relationships look like. One way to study healthy relationships involves time in the field. Think of friends or family members in strong, long-term relationships, ideally people you spend a good amount of time with. Pay attention to how they interact with their partners. This won't give you a full picture, but it can provide some insight. And we'll be right back after this brief pause, you guys. I love you for listening. Talk to a therapist. Emotional unavailability isn't always something you can work through alone, and that's okay. If you continue having trouble with emotional vulnerability and feel distressed about the difficulties it causes in your relationships, a therapist can offer guidance and support. In therapy, you can work to identify potential causes and take steps to break unhelpful relationship patterns. If you're already in a relationship, couples counseling can also bring a lot of benefit. The bottom line. Emotional unavailability on either side can cause a lot of frustration and distress. But it doesn't mean you have to give up on your relationship. Talking to your partner or taking a closer look at your own behaviors can help you start identifying possible issues and working through them productively. Patience, communication, and support from a therapist can help, especially if you don't seem to be getting anywhere on your own. Crystal Raypole has previously worked as a writer and editor for Good Therapy. Her fields of interest include Asian languages and literature, Japanese translation, cooking, natural sciences, sex positivity, and mental health. In particular, she's committed to helping decrease stigma around mental health issues. And I want to thank Ms. Ray Pohl and Healthline.com for their very informative article, What It Really Means to Be Emotionally Unavailable. And on that note, you guys, we are going to close out this episode of As the Massage Table Turns. I so appreciate you taking your time out of your day to listen to me go on and on. And I hope this helps anybody that happens to be out here in this situation or knows of someone in this situation. Now, remember, don't let anybody take you out of your square Don't compare yourself to other people because nobody compares to you because you are the only you and you are fabulous. And on that note, I'm going to say we're out. Happy Labor Day. And we'll see you on the next episode of As the Massage Table Turns.